0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. There
1: it is. Welcome into a Tuesday on the middle. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. And the super wild card weekend has finally come to an end. And I tell you, it was less than super. Uh, it really kind of <laughs> sucked, if you ask me. Uh, you can debate all you want whether they should have seven teams in in each conference because, uh, like we were saying just before the show, you, me, and Xander, like you really boil it down. There's probably really only three to four teams in each conference that legitimately are any any good, like really any good. You know what right. I mean?
2: At the end of the day, you know, this. It's, it's, it's five or six teams that you really see have an opportunity of going in and, and winning. Right. And, uh, you know, when they say cream rises to the top, we saw, well, in, in all actuality, the Rams, I say the Rams, the Bucks, um, the Titans. I don't think they're front runners. Uh, I think the Bills are up there. Kansas City. You know what? I really thought Dallas was up there. Also, I thought Dallas was legit. You did? I, I did. I think yeah. I thought Dallas was legit. I thought they really had a good enough team to to um, to really make. I something didn't like happen.
1: that matchup, though. I, I was all over the Niners to win the game. I just didn't. That's not a good matchup for them. They went but, in there hot. Yeah, but. Um, you know, Arizona, you talk about Arizona, I thought that they'd keep it close. I didn't know if they'd win the game, but keep it close as an underdog because they play better on the road than they do at home. I mean, right, I think they right. showed some of the graphics last night during the game to substan- you know, to validate that, but, man, Kyler Murray, he stinks without DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> that was a god-awful performance from a number one overall pick. I'll tell you yes. what. You look at what Cliff Kingsbury has done as the head coach of that team and him as the quarterback and the way they start seasons and the way they finish seasons. And it's, it's a trend. Okay. By, by the season goes along, whether it's injuries that affect them and some of his supporting cast or the, whether it's, You know, defenses the second time around in their division, whatever it is, or teams that play them late, you know, study a lot of film and they know how to defend that team and make him look really bad. I mean, that was that was terrible last night. He pulled a wentz in the end zone. And I I understand because I wasn't watching much of the Manning cast. I dipped in and out because they had uh, Fitzgerald on who kind of bores me. And then they had the rock on. And I know he's just on there to promote some shit. Right so I really wasn't interested in him. But I understand that when Murray pulled that, whatever it was, in the end zone and they got the pick six, which really put the, the nail in the coffin, the Manning cast referred to it as a Wentz. wentz S type of play? Wow. <laughs> How about that? You pulled that
2: out of the hat. You didn't even know. It wasn't no, until Xander told know. you.
1: Xander told me they pulled a Wentz. Well,
2: I mean, you know, I was thinking about it last night, man. I mean – you guys are, are talking about, you know, Hurts uh, and what Hurts what brings to the table. Yeah. You saw you saw Kyler Murray, who's supposed to be better than Hurts, look like, you know, a guy that didn't have the weapons that he, he needs to be a, a good
1: player. Mm-hmm. You, you, you put him out there with DeAndre Hopkins, he looked like he's all world. Yeah, but they also don't run the ball anymore. What happened to the running of the football with uh, Connor looked so good during the – the early part of the season. Here's this play. Let's look at this ridiculousness. This is a I've professional quarterback, a ladies quarterback and gentlemen. Panic
2: as he, says he has done
0: what? No, Carson Wentz is that right there? You cannot make that mistake.
1: What the? the Carson, what in the Carson Wentz? Wentz was that? That was actually. The, it sounded like the regular broadcast. No.
2: <laughs>
1: right. Who right. was that? Was that uh, Riddick or Greasy? That was unbelievable. Sometimes I can't tell them apart. That
2: was the regular cast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was brutal. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't move the football. Now, credit the Rams. Their defensive front controlled the game. Uh, Some of their players that they went out and got during the season, these big high-priced acquisitions. Von Miller made some plays early in that game. You you know, Aaron Donald just controls the line of scrimmage. You can't block him. You know, he just wrecks shit in the middle of that line, basically on every snap. He comes to play on every snap, not like our guy, uh, number 91 who takes (laughs) plays off uh, or has to come (laughs) off the field. And, uh, you know, Jalen Ramsey, you know, was, was wreaking some havoc last night with their receivers. So credit the Rams. They got it together. They were kind of falling apart towards the end of the year. Stafford was turning the ball over left and right. I think he had nine turnovers, eight interceptions, and one fumble in their final four games. He finally got it right. They didn't have to lean on him too much. You know, they made a couple of plays in the first and second quarter of the game. And then, you know, it's pretty much the defense just was making it pretty obvious that Arizona was never going to get something going.
2: When I look at it, you know, that's why I I was I was I was staying on the the Rams bandwagon. You know, I was with the Rams, you know, going into the season even before they had went out there and and got their, you know, Von Miller. I, I just liked the way that team was constructed. I'm still a little apprehensive of the coach. I still don't know if he can he can coach in those big-time situations. But he has the athletic athletes and the firepower to go out there. They got that dual back going now, and that's what you need going into yeah, the playoffs, in the Yeah, back ball. is big, yes. man.
1: is huge. Been, how about the play Michelle made right out of the gate last night? What did he go for, like, 30, 35 yards? Yep. and just, just off the pop. Right. Just off the rip. And <laughs> I, it set the tone. Yeah, it's it's a, a they got some good blocking out there with that Whitworth guy, who's like 50 40. years old. I mean, he's shit. literally 40 years old, know, bro. That's crazy. He's 40. I mean, he's not 40
2: and playing quarterback. No. He's 40 and in the trenches, yeah, battling. Hey. You know what I mean? That's ridiculous. You know, and 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 you know, looking at at how they're constructing Tyler Higby, unbelievable tight end. I mean, yeah. they're built well for the playoffs. They can run the ball and they can play mm-hmm. good defense.
1: And as and long as the quarterback why, like, doesn't turn the ball over, they'll, they'll have a chance they, this next out. week exactly. against Tampa. exactly. And Tampa's going to have to get four net back, uh, you know, and they're going to have to have, well, Wirfs he will be, be able to play. Um, he
2: had to, he, um, he, he had to, he, he, he'll be back. They set him out because they really weren't worried about the Eagles.
1: <laughs> <That's why they laughs> Is that set what him you out. think? You were like, yeah, hey, well, you know what? We got this.
2: <laughs> right. Right. We're not worried about them. We're going to, you just, you just go ahead and get well. We'll be okay. We'll go ahead and, you know, handle this for us. And then, you come back against uh, whoever we're playing against between the Rams and the Cardinals. And and that's that's, that's basically what they did. Defense, man, wins championships. And if you can run the ball along the way, it works for you. That's the reason why the Bucs won it last year. Fournette was a major reason why they won.
1: And it's not just him running. He catches a lot of balls out of the backfield and makes plays, man. I think he's got 10 touchdowns. Uh, eight on the ground and two in the air, but he's got like 400 and some odd yards receiving to go on with the 800 yards that he's got on the ground. I mean, you know, he's a, he's a big time weapon for them. Now the, the line on that Tampa game is three Rams, uh going to Tampa for the early game on Sunday, the three o'clock game on Sunday. So like that. So, so um, Rams are getting three. Yeah. The Rams are getting three. It's a standard home field advantage. Wow. Point spread wise for Tampa. Wow! Yeah. Yes, well, it's it's
2: gonna be one of the, the best games in this playoff. Definitely one of the best games. Yeah. Now
1: that we've weeded out all the dreck <laughs> from super duper wild card <laughs> bullshit weekend, now we get down to the brass tacks here. These are actually well, they need more these are money. Man.
2: Teams that can play. They needed more money, man. They, that's all they, so. they
1: and needed. And I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm making fun of it. But, you know, right. I'll watch it. I watched each and every you know every game except the Steelers game because I knew they had no chance. Uh, but, you know, sure, I'll watch it. Now, these games should be pretty good. I mean, you look at the lines. If the lines are any indication, I know last night's wasn't. But Tennessee is favored by three and a half at home to Cincinnati. Green Bay now is up to six against san francisco but i just like the way san francisco runs their offense i find yes. them compelling to watch i just yes. i don't know i just like the scheme and you know going up against green bay in that environment could be a really cold night maybe there's snow and ice in the field that's good shit
2: yes i mean you,
1: sunday tampa hosting you can't not watch that and then the night game on sunday 6 30 it gets underway buffalo kc i mean that could be that that could be an AFC Championship type of game.
2: Absolutely. I mean, you yeah. look at it, you 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 literally have four AFC Championship games. You know, or two NFC and two uh, AFC Championship games are going to be played next week. Mm-hmm. You know, all yeah. these teams could possibly be in the Super Bowl because they all have you know what you need to to take it to that next level to be a Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean the only bad quarterback you have in there is, is, is with the Titans. Well, and, and, yeah. and the 49ers.
1: Well, right. And they're very similar. I mean, you know, right, right. they've been, they've been very serviceable with those types of guys. Now there, I think there's a ceiling on both of them. In other words, you know, Garoppolo had a chance and probably should have won a super bowl. If his, op- if his coach didn't get scared, Yep. you know, yep. late in that game and basically take the ball out of his hands. Yep. Um, you know, I, what happens with Tennessee? I don't know. They get they get Derrick Henry back. I mean, has anybody been talking about that? Yes,
2: that's like, all I've been talking about for the past two days. Is Derrick I mean, Henry Is, is he going to play? Yes. Oh, he he's already in it. So he I knew he, all last I knew week. he was
1: practicing last week a little right, bit. Right. Uh But if he plays and can really you know be anywhere close to you know I don't know ninety percent, eighty five percent, that's going to be a big deal.
2: Well, that that shifts the tide on on um how you defend him. Because now mm-hmm. they got both of their receivers back,
3: right? They're good
2: now. You know they they have the full potential. of What they bring as an offense now at the helm, so it's going to be a, a a really really good game. Because I mean, both defenses are good. Mm-hmm. You know, going against these offenses, do they have enough to stop that passing game of of uh, the Bengals? Do the Titans have enough to stop the running game? Wow, well, I mean, uh, keep that running game going against any defense. Can I'm Cincinnati's
1: offensive line hold up? I when mean that's really that's really their their Achilles heel. They gave you know, the, he most, they the most. Sack. He gets yeah. sacked a lot. Yeah, uh,
2: they give up the most sacks in the NFL. Right, and they're still you know still in the playoffs right now. What do yeah, you it, protect that kid? I
1: know. Like, it's think, over. Think about it. Yeah, they they're going to have to address that in this year's draft, and you know, everybody knows what they did. You know, with Chase, and it's obviously all six picks, a big all time picks. move. But I would just yep. bolster that offensive line uh for that kid and uh you'll you'll be fine here for the next five ten years.
2: Yeah, you just go out and you get know. there, go ahead and go out there and just draft uh draft Alabama's offensive line. Um two the 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 two best guys on Alabama's offensive line. Yeah. And then you get the two best guys from, from uh Georgia's offensive line you'll be
1: straight. You know You'll I mean? <laughs> 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 <It'd> be straight. <laughs> yeah. Um Let me, you know, you look, I'll pull up uh, a mock here and see where Cincinnati, because the Eagles now we know are drafting at 15, 16, and 19. 19, Yep. Yeah. Now, is that good? You know, you'll get good players there. Yes. I mean, you could probably get a couple of good players on your defense, maybe a linebacker or a safety, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if you get a good edge rusher back there. You know, a lot of the times those guys are gone in the first 12, 15 picks. But who knows what Howie does? I, I've, I have no idea what he's going to do.
2: Well, I was watching the quarterback yesterday, and then I watched the quarterbacks this last um, two days. And, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to be able to help himself.
1: You think I he's going to take a quarterback?
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. I think he's going to take a quarterback, man. He's well, gonna is he going to trade picks. up?
1: He's going to trade up
2: to yes. get one? he's going to trade two oh, picks man. to trade up, trade up for one. I tell you. And,
1: and get a quarterback.
2: Because kind of, tr- Oh, I'm with I'm with going to get a veteran guy.
1: I'm with if you're going to trade those draft picks, two or at least two of them, I would use it to try to get a veteran. Yeah, I would.
2: Well, that's what we. I mean, that's what I was talking to Mulhern, and we're going to talk about talk to Mike Mulhern, Mike Mikey Malls,
1: Mikey Malls coming up at eleven thirty. Eleven
2: thirty, yes, yes. Love that producer extraordinaire. You know, yeah, he he's he's a guru on all things football, man. Yeah, you know. People don't understand like the guys that are behind the scenes that produce uh-huh. these shows, and they know more about football than probably the guys talking about it. I mean, he knows just about. I mean, he he's he's like a savant sometimes as far as some of the stuff he regurgitates about the Eagles and drafted players and stuff like that. I mean, he he and that's why he's a great producer. Right. He remembers those things. He'll he'll slide me a little a little key here and there. Makes you look good. Out, that's what he does, man. That's like, why he's my guy. <laughs> and he's all on this Wilson wagon.
1: So, are, are you he... saying? Are you saying that if Barkan says something prophetic and amazing about football, it's coming from Mikey Malls? Most is that
2: definitely, what you're saying yeah, most there you definitely, go. <laughs> most de- And if it has nothing to do with X's and O's, right? If I say something about another player from another team, he's right. probably the one that threw it out there. Uh huh. No lie, I'm, I'm not gonna lie about. It. I mean, the, the guy's no. good. He's good. Now I X's like- and O's, you know, I understand X's and O's. You know, cover right. two, cover three, all of the line blocks, man gap schemes, all that stuff. I know all that stuff. Right. But as for you know, comparisons and where guys in the draft are, and where, he is amazing at that type of stuff. That's why I like to talk to him. Uh, I like to bring him on because of that. Because he, well, he I, li- just- I
1: like the fact that we're giving him some run here. Get him some, uh, you know, get him some attention, some publicity. Exactly. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Um.
2: My mom's always, she's out, she's looking again. Oh, yeah. She's active again. Yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying? Look at Freeman, it, what's up, dog? What's up, team? What, what up, Mama doing? Brooks? And also, what do we got? Tone on there. Not Martin Mall, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Mall, of course, the actor who I actually yeah. <laughs> watched this weekend. Oh, did you? I watched a movie called, um what the hell was it called? A Futile and Stupid Gesture was the name of the movie. It's on Netflix. And it's the story about the guy who created basically National Lampoon, the magazine, and then uh-huh. the movies like Caddyshack, uh, you know, uh, uh, Animal House. He was the guy behind that, the creative force. And Martin Mull was actually the narrator, almost acting like he's like the in scene narrator. It, it's, okay, a, it's a really good movie if you like that kind of stuff. If you if you appreciate. That's that humor from the seventies and early eighties. I mm-hmm, highly mm-hmm. recommend it. A futile and stupid gesture, but Martin Mull is in there, so good on <laughs> tone for for getting me to remember that. Now Cincinnati, I'm looking here at a mock draft. I they're selecting twenty fifth according to this. Okay, and they take Nick Petit Frere, offensive tackle, Ohio State.
2: Yes, yes, he's on. He's on the smaller side though, but yes, I, I can see him taking him. He'll protect it for a while. I would mm-hmm. go. I I don't think any of the guys we we talked about. You know, as far as Alabama or Georgia, they're already gone. Be, they'll be gone way before then. Yeah. Or even the tackles from uh, the tackle from Ohio. And there's there's actually a, um, an FCS tackle. Um,
1: Northern Iowa.
2: Northern Iowa, yes.
1: Yeah, he's actually on the board on this mock draft, and Dallas takes him three okay. picks later. Okay. Trevor Penning. Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa. See, I got you. I'm reading what you're writing here. (laughs) Yes, uh, John Dickerson. Douglas Kenny. Correct. That's the guy who created the National Lampoon, and he actually played a character, Stork, in Animal House. What you supposed to do now, you moron? That guy. Remember that guy? You (laughs) ever watch that? You know, I've seen Animal House since – Oh, that's great. Years and years. It's a timeless classic. It never gets old. I actually lived Animal House for about two and a half years in the <laughs> in the mid-80s. That's no lie. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Minus the food fights. We never had food fights.
2: Well, the food was scarce back yeah, in the day. I, yeah, I, don't, I, don't,
1: I don't get into food fights.
2: Right. Well, I, I, I never did because, you know what I'm saying, it was times I'm sitting back in my room like, man, I'm hungry, man. My stomach's right. growling. My, my stomach was, you know, my backbone was talking to my neck bone, man. I was so hungry.
1: So <laughs> yeah, you, you're not throwing food at your roommate, man. You're eating <laughs> no,
2: exactly no, right. A, my first two years in uh in college, I had to gain weight. So they used to call it the brown pepper bag.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And um, in order for me to gain weight, they would send me home with four peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Right. And and two of those small cartons of milk. And you had to eat that stuff. Well, I ate it because I was hungry.
1: <laughs> Well, and you also needed to add weight though, right? That right, right,
2: right. It wasn't working for a little while. Now I just can't right. keep I look at food, I see food now and I'm 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 hungry. Right. I'm ready to eat, bro.
1: Yeah. But you know what...
2: back then I couldn't I couldn't keep it on.
1: I yeah, couldn't keep it me- on. Yeah, your metabolism was so high, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish mine it was. Good was old days. Yeah, me yeah. too. Uh there's another days. there's another movie if you like that stuff. Um I have yet to see it. But it's kind of like a documentary t- style of movie about like Belushi and all those guys, Gilderad, oh, yeah. and all those comics mm-hmm. and, and people that all like you know tragically passed away. They were all like just raging drug addicts. Yep. But yep. it's called Drunk, Stoned, Brilliant, and Dead. How about? I that? I heard about that. You heard about that one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch that one. That's that's one. That's on my to do list. Drunk, Stoned, Brilliant, and Dead. Wow. There's that. All right. um, We got a lot to get to today. I know we got Mike Mulhern coming up, but uh, Mike Mayock got let go out in Las Vegas. That's kind of interesting after three years as the quote unquote GM. Um, But you notice there's a lot of uncertainty Barrett as to if those were really his draft picks or if it was a lot of Gruden, you know, with the final say on personnel because they Hmm. blew it at the top of the draft. Uh, in two or three of those, uh, two of those three years, obviously we know Henry Ruggs. Nobody p- could predict that situation. Uh, it's unfortunate to say well, the even least.
2: The, even the other guy, the second round pick, or well, the kid he from
1: uh, the kid from Ohio State, they had to yeah. get rid of him. They had two first rounders, I believe, that yep. year, and both of them had to be released uh, for very different reasons. Yeah, you're talking about Damon Arnett, yeah. the cornerback yeah. who they took with the 19th pick. Is now no longer on the roster. Yeah, he and, um
2: he he threatened a kid, yes, you know, with a gun on social media.
1: Yeah, really, really ridiculous. Oh, of course, whatever. Henry Ruggs, that situation. He was the 12th overall pick in 2020. And the he started coming to come
2: into his own too. He was finally starting to get implemented to the, into the offense.
1: He was, he was. The one that really was a head scratcher right out of the gate was Cleland Farrell who they yeah. took with the fourth overall pick. He wasn't even the best defensive lineman on his own team at Clemson. All right. Clemson, that year. yeah. Yeah, and they took him, and everybody was like, what is going on? Like, what exactly. is Mike Mayock doing? And, you know, maybe it was Gruden sitting there saying, you know, hey, I want this guy. You want another guy. I want this guy. I, w- I wouldn't put it past Gruden to do that.
2: Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth, Harry. Knowing – both guys intimately, you know. Yeah. I know both of these guys. I can call both of these guys my friend. You know, I can call them and talk to them anytime. They just won't get on the show with me before we even get to it. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. I'm
1: not even gonna ask.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you know more Ma- isn't, but right. You might now, He might now, right. but but I could see Gruden as being that, you know, that want to be that dominant that whatever she says goes.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: Mayock being, all right, this this is, you know, this isn't what I want to do, but we'll go ahead and do it. Just because, you know, Gruden put him in that position. Why would you go against a guy that put you in that position? Right. And that would be his way of thinking. He would be thinking that.
1: You know, plus Gruden was the guy making ten million dollars a year. You know that the owner signed off on, so you kind of a hundred
2: million dollar contract.
1: Yeah, you probably feel the pressure. I better listen to him. This is this is the first (laughs) draft pick of our tandem. I'm gonna let it go on him. Okay, this fails famously. He did it,
2: right?
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness!
2: But yeah, I mean that's that's and you won't hear a peep out of Mike Mayock. No, he won't. He won't throw anybody under the bus. He'll bow out gracefully. I mean, he's he's one of the the good dudes. He's a classy he's a... dude. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he yeah. Is. yeah.
1: You know,
2: and he, he knew the writing was on the wall when Gruden was let go, because right. Gruden was the only reason he was there.
1: Right. You know what I mean. And he's so, also a member at Marion.
2: Right. Oh, is he?
1: Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. Well, he'll he be actually, able to come back and play now. He actually didn't like it when I brought it up one time when we had him on uh, as a, as a radio guest, because oh, I, I just <laughs> asked him about it. And you could tell he was pissed off. Uh, <laughs> Pete Prisco of CBS Sports tweeted, Matt. matter of fact, Mike Mayock got talked into taking Cleveland Farrell by Gruden. I heard Mayock wanted Devin White. Ooh, how about that? Wow. Of course, with the Tampa Bay Bucks, guys making plays all over the place. Let me tell you will, about him. I will choose to believe that.
2: Well, no question, because. Yeah. He really sits down and watches all the film of these guys. Mm -hmm. Now, I I was working at NFL Films, so he trusted me enough that if I gave a guy an okay and I wrote him my notes, that stuff, he would say it. But he didn't do that with just anybody because he wanted to see exactly what was going on. And after I did that, after I showed him, after I wrote down my notes, he would then go back and watch and see if my notes were right. And then he would, you know, that's why he started to trust me in what I was saying. You know, doing right. this, all this analysis and breakdowns of college stuff. When I was in NFL film, that's all I did. I was a content producer. They paid mm. me to just sit down and do something I would do anyways. Watch film over these college athletes. Break down film with them. Give them little write-ups and stuff. I did the same thing for, um, uh, what's his name, um, from, from NBC. Uh, oh, my goodness. The, uh, the Color analyst. He always slides in at the beginning.
1: Oh, Collinsworth! Yeah, yeah, Chris yeah, Collinsworth. He, yeah, he comes in with the slide.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> yeah. I was doing it. For, I was doing it for him also. Right. You know what I mean? And you know, and especially when when Mayock started doing all those uh, Notre Dame games, mm-hmm. he couldn't watch as much film as he wanted to, so he had to trust somebody. He trusted me, and uh, you know, a couple, you know, well, one other guy up in right. NFL films, you know, Sean Coffey. Talking about oh, a yeah. brilliant yeah! Oh, Sean. I know,
1: I know, Sean.
2: Brilliant guy, bro. Real. Isn't
1: he guy? He, got, he he's Jaws's guy, isn't he? No, that's that's
2: that's uh, that's uh, that's Jason Coffee.
1: Oh, okay. That's Sorry, Jason. wrong coffee. Yeah, right. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> coffee like the drink. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, let me ask you this because one of their first round pick this past year was Alex Leatherwood from Alabama, Office offensive, offensive yep. lineman, and wasn't he a was he a tackle that got moved to guard? Yes,
2: and that happens when you don't when when. You're not a good enough athlete to be out there on, on the edge. Right. You gotta be an athlete to be on the edge. And when you when you're not you can't get out there and battle, they yeah. move you in where it's where it's a lot tighter. It's a little more physical. Yeah. But you don't have to have that much range to be out there. Hmm. When you're out there at left tackle, you first of all you're playing the game backwards.
1: You're on an island. Because you, and you're hmm. on an
2: island almost yeah. every time. Right. You know exactly what your assignment is. Block him. That that rushing defensive end got his, you know, butt in the air. One hand in the ground, in a sprinter stance. Yeah, you go out there and block him backwards when he can outrun you if you guys are lined up head to head. But you go block him backwards, right? So that's me. That's tough, man. But you know they moved him inside to play a guard. A lot of their, a lot of their players do that.
1: Now is he Uh, a good guard in your in your view? Is he pretty good?
2: He's getting better. Okay, he's getting better. He had a tough. He had a tough on his last game, but he's he's definitely getting better. He'll be he'll be a pro bowler. Oh, he will be a pro bowler. All
1: right, okay. So I know there were three Pro Bowlers on that Tampa Bay offensive line.
2: Oof. My guy Jensen, <laughs> Christian <laughs> Worth, was Smith and, Mar- and Marpet,
1: Marpet, I think. Marpet the other, was? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, the other guard, the left guard.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I I, I know uh, Worth, he, he, they, they need him back in the they worst do. way. They do. In the worst way. That guy's got to cr- get back.
1: Crazy athletic when he's healthy, man. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: That's gonna be, this is going to be some great football, man. I'm going to get the wings ready, get them going. I don't have to worry about going to work. I can sit back and just watch football. This may be one of the all-time weekends for me. Yeah? Yeah, man.
1: Well, you're just glad you don't have to go do a damn pregame show.
2: <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, if I could just go in and do a postgame, I'd be good. Right. Pregame, man, is a pain in the butt, man. Then I do a pre to my pregame show also.
1: Yeah, I'd so, rather do the pregame though. I got to be honest with you. Not me, man. Yeah, because then That's I like, can just settle in and watch the game. I don't have to worry about going anywhere. Yeah, Ali Marpet is a Pro Bowl, Pro Bowler, along with Brandon Scherf and Zach Martin this year at guard. Trent Scherf's Williams, Tristan Wirfs, and Tyron Smith is a Pro Bowler.
2: And he barely played. I don't man. think he's he. Out, he's yeah, three exactly.
1: Games. And he didn't
2: play good in those three games. No, but that's that's, a, that's on reputation alone. Yeah, like seriously, that's exactly what that is. His name because they, they should have had Jordan Milata there instead of yeah, him. Yeah, but I agree if, with you. Jordan if Jordan plays half as good as he did this year. Next year, yeah, he'll bump him out. He'll bump Chelsea him out. and
1: Jensen were the centers. Yeah. So. Course you of course you know my guy Jensen. How tough is he? He got bent <laughs> over backwards and almost broken in half on Bro, that on that on the touchdown early did you in that see game. That? That he was got tall. taken off. Dude, and I, I I read John McMullen's tweet. He said something to the effect that Jensen busted out of the of the injury tent like a bull, leaving the <laughs> stall in a rodeo. Can you imagine that? Dude? Yes,
2: he was pissed uh, off. They were trying to help him off. He's like, no, nah, uh, get him off.
1: Yeah, he wouldn't take anybody anybody's yes. help. Right? He went under <laughs> off under his own power. Went into the tent and apparently busted out of there like he was so <laughs> bull at a rodeo. He's one of those guys. You, if you, if
2: he, he has a concussion or something, you have to take and hide his helmet. Right, he might take somebody else's helmet and go out there.
1: Exactly, he's a tough yeah.
2: sob, man. That's why I love him, man.
1: I know. I was wondering. You know I, I knew. I knew you would appreciate that. Oh, but no I was wondering that. the same thing though. The other day, the ginger assassin, why was Brady still in the game all the way towards till the very end? Like seriously, well,
2: you act like you can. You know, you can just take Brady off the field. Brady's not that dude.
1: Yeah, I he's know. Not, but... he,
2: he even when he was even when he was up in in New England. Mm-hmm. He played every snap of those games. Man. I know, he, but he I, never, I, he never wants to take, get taken out of the game. Never. I
1: know, but I don't need Derek Barnett. If I'm Tampa Bay busting in there and taking my right. frustrations out on the goat in the fourth quarter of a 31 15 game with five minutes to go. I just don't need that. He
2: is, but he, he's not going to go out just like A-Rod. Yeah. A-Rod's the same way.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: but you know, it's always a sense that. You don't want to hit your backup better than what you are. You don't want to get Wally Pitt, bro. Yeah. And that's what it is. You don't oh, want yeah. that to happen.
1: Now, Jeremiah Butler asked if there's any uh, updates on Buddha Baker because he apparently left the game last night in a scary situation with a. I uh, was actually knocked out on the field. And I understand that he ended up going to the hospital and right he's, after, yep. he's fine. He's yep. like, he got all his his feeling back in his extremities. And I think he tweeted out that thanks for the prayers, doing good. So that's. That was a scary situation last night.
2: Well, um, you know, and also I me mean, that that fight that happened with um, I got your tone, the fight that happened with Aaron Donald, yeah, and the, um and the Ramzo lineman.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you gotta have that 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 attitude about you. Aaron Donald, the guy blocked Aaron, right? Aaron got pissed off and grabbed him by his face mask. Right. As of Tussling, he ripped his helmet off. He ripped the uh Oliman's helmet off. Mm-hmm. And when he ripped his helmet off, the other, the, uh, the officer lineman, you know, latched on to him like, hold on, man. Hold on, man. So he's like, what would you, what, you know, what you, what you hold on to me for? So then they, you know,
1: all right Barrett, I'm going to be Mike Mulhern in your ear. We got to go to break. We got to, you got to tie that <laughs> thought up and we got to get to break here because we got Mike Mulhern on the other side. Uh, after a three minute break, we will be right back here on the middle.
4: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view, it goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want, or don't. Go for him, go for her, go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
0: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that.
5: Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free?
0: That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of stateside vodka. So good, it just disappears.
5: You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan.
3: Field of life first this bank is there for you
2: One, two, because
3: philadelphia dreams deserve a philadelphia bank
1: all right welcome back into the show Garrett Brooks, Harry May is on the middle, and uh, we start this half hour off with a special guest uh, who we love having on now. He, he's got to become a regular part of this show because he brings knowledge. Got to go to break. And, yes, we got to <laughs> go to break. <laughs> I, try, I, I, I I hope Mike break. was was on when I did that on the other side. I appreciated <laughs> that because I'm, you know, I'm, how many times you have to do that this past Sunday? Oof, too many. <laughs> too many. Too <laughs> many.
6: Well, I mean, we have, like, between the two shows, between the pre and the post, you got like 20 commercial breaks. Oh, every man. it's a wrestling match every time you <laughs> gotta get the you know? And I never get to say anything, man. I never get to I never get to finish a thought. Well, I man. know you get to come to Harry and then right. you can say whatever he wants. So. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I would love if we had you 20 get a couple hours breaks. every week, man.
2: A couple, I, couple I'm hours talking every man every day I'm, of the week. But then I'm talking and i and then and I finish my point And then they'll go to Seth and say, Well, I don't believe with Barrett, you know. I'm
6: like so then I'm trying to get in. <laughs> I and don't it, give you time to rebuttal. Break. You right. need a rebuttal. We,
1: we got to go to break. <laughs> well, all right. Mike, I know, obviously, you watched the game. Now, is sure. this something where you you went back and watched it again? Like, are you a glutton like that uh, with an Eagles game? Typically, yeah. This one I kind of watched. though. I don't think there's too much to glean from
6: watching no. that one again. <laughs>
4: Burn mean, the tape. Yeah, exactly.
6: <laughs> Bury that one, start over. I mean, they were, I mean, outclassed, outcoached from the jump. Um, yeah. I thought they would lose. I thought they'd be competitive, so it was a, too. a little disheartening yeah. to see uh, them just completely lay an egg. And it was a lot of it was self-inflicted. As you know, we were watching the game on Sunday, talking to Barrett and Ray. I was like, Tampa wasn't even playing that well, and they were still getting destroyed. So it was like <laughs> they were just hurting themselves left and right. It was brutal. That's what I said. You know, I, I was like, they got beat mentally more
2: so than anything. You know, the the extracurricular stuff they got going on. I mean, that's why I said, Leonard, you, you go ahead and take this. We, we got you this game. We'll, we'll go ahead and – Yeah. You ain't got to yeah. play this game. We'll, we'll, we'll beat them this week, and you be ready for us next week. That's what we had to do, man. I
6: thought they were going to do that with Levante David too. It's like, All I mean, right, <laughs> we, can, we can rest some guys. Get them 100% and we'll be fine. We'll be good to go. But, yeah, I mean – And, obviously, the, the big question is Hurts and what do you do going forward? And, you know, a game like that certainly, uh, you know, Leaves a lot more questions than answers for him. So, I mean, it's going to be
1: a wild offseason. We're going to be just living with the rumor mill left and right. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, You know, not that that we're any stranger to that in an Eagles offseason, Mike, but you got to follow Mike on Twitter at Mikey Mulls, Mikey M U L S on Twitter. But, um, you know, what do you think it was? And it's not just one thing, but uh, give give me some thoughts here as to why the starting offense with Hertz struggled so much early in games going down the stretch dating back to that new Orleans game, which I think was the last time they scored a couple of touchdowns early in a football game with Hertz under center with the starters. Forget about the Minshew jet game and forget about the week 18 debacle. But why do you think that was? I mean, those
6: are the only two games I think in their last nine that they scored opening drive points were the two games that Minshew started. So it was slow start after slow start. I I think Hertz takes a little while to get into a rhythm. I've often advocated throughout the year, whenever they get into no huddle in two minutes, and a lot of it was like facing prevent defenses early in the season when they're up multiple scores, but he just seems to play better. And I've often said to Barrett, like, why don't they do that more often? That's what this guy's done his entire career. Mm-hmm. He did it for four years in college. You know, they're running no huddle constantly. Um, and Devontae Smith will often say it. He's like, I think the, the NFL game's slower. We huddle every play. He's like, in college, I have to know immediately what our next play is, what my responsibility is. So I think a lot of these college guys, like, from these bigger programs that are running, you know, no huddle constantly, I think they're used to that. They can process quicker. They can, you know, move quicker. And that's the flow they can get into. And when you're huddling up, you're, you know, taking your time, I think that, you know, is a bit of a change of pace for him. And I don't know if he can get adjusted to it. And I actually thought in this particular game – I know we often talk about hey you need to run the ball and Seth was like I can't believe I'm the one saying this but they should be throwing they are just stacking the box there's no way in the world you're going to run on this you have to throw and they just didn't adjust and I don't know if they don't give Hurts the autonomy to you know switch stuff at the line it doesn't seem like he does it very often so I don't think he gets many opportunities to do that but when they got that many guys you know flooding the line of scrimmage you got to you got to just let it fly
2: yeah, you look at it from an X and O standpoint, that's what they did. They covered everybody. They had five defensive linemen lined up. And with the safety and two linebackers in the box, you can't run on that. That's impossible to run on. So you have to go to another means of, of moving the ball. And they dared them to play. They were in cover three. Cover three, you have deep corners, you know, two deep corners who are in charge one-third of the field. So it's like pitch and catch. It's exactly what, you know, Brady did to us. They're 10 yards off the ball. Just throw a little out, a little stop route. Smith was open every time they wanted to throw to him, and they just never did it. But in saying that, I don't understand why this team is is in a position right now where they're not going out and and, and really, like, I don't don't like that we can't go down the field and say, all right, Gannon, you got to do this. Our head coach doesn't do that. I want you to blitz more. He doesn't go down to that side of the field. What is going on that he doesn't feel as though he can go tell Gannon, "Hey, get your stuff together. Let's go."
1: Hey, Gannon's a hotter head coaching prospect <laughs> than Sirianni <laughs> ever was, Barrett. I don't understand it though. But th-
2: <laughs> he did not pass. He did not pass the halfway mark on the field. Hmm. He didn't pass it. Why is he not going down? There? it frustrates me to no end that I cannot get my head coach to talk to the defensive coordinator, and
6: tell him, be more aggressive. What is what is the problem? What do you think is the problem? I mean, you give the guy autonomy to run the defense, but even Gannon said going in uh, to that game, he's like, I made it way too easy on Brady. I can't mm-hmm. do that again. You know, you line up Fletcher Cox, you know, over center one play, standing up as like the Mike Backer and blitz him like, oh, you do right. that once, that's cute, and that's it. Like that's what your game plan. That's what you came up with.
3: (laughs) And
6: what you essentially they. What's that? The guy that that tweeted to you. What do you say? (laughs) Oh, he's like you spend all you spend two weeks coming up with that, but you don't you know ever think to just play some press man on the outside and you know get up on those receivers and not just give them free release every play. Then you have, I mean, on the Mike Evans touchdown, you have Jannard Avery lined up across from him, and then Rodney McLeod has the deep responsibility on him. Like that's you're never winning that matchup ever. (laughs) Like they just got schemed up and they don't have the personnel to begin with. So if you're getting, you know, mismatches on top of not having the horses at the positions when you're trying to line them up, you're in big trouble. And that's
2: that's the problem right there. They they game planned. All right, Mike Evans has been an outside receiver. He's been an outside X or the Z the entire season on Mm -hmm. the outside. They moved him into the the slot slot to our shortest defender. All right, Avante Maddox, you're going to have to take him now. And we did nothing to help him out. One on one against a guy that's six foot five with a guy that's five ten.
6: Come on, a good man. day, you're right. And <laughs> yeah. he got to run him still. And I mean, you talk often about Slay, he travels with the best receiver, kind of their reluctance to do that. I mean, everything's on the line, you got to, you know, pull out all the stops, right? Right? You We're know. gonna go home, yeah, home. exactly. And I also bear back to your point. You, you brought up Devontae Smith, how open he was often. I was, you know, in that week 18 game. He needed like 45, 50 yards, whatever it was, to break that franchise rookie record, which I don't think anybody even knew Deshaun Jackson had or cared that Deshaun Jackson had. (laughs) They force feed him the ball like five times in the first quarter just to get him that record. And then everything on the line in a playoff game, he gets his first target of the game with a minute left in the first half. Yeah. No targets for the entire half as you're just falling behind. You can't do anything offensively. He spent yeah. the 10th overall pick on this guy, like get him involved, get him one or two touches just to get him
1: going. It was pretty inexplicable. That was inexcusable. No doubt about it. Hey, uh, wh- I mean, we've talked about it before. Uh, I mean, we're kind of, you know, everything's been said, but your final thoughts on Ray Gore uh, and his season and the way it ended on, uh, over the weekend is, Ooh. is he done?
6: I think he has to
1: be even with the yeah. cap
6: ramifications. Um, You know, we do some draft profiles leading into the draft. And at the time, I was assigned him as one of the guys to to write about. And at the time, I wrote, he's a project who profiles more as a gadget guy than a player who can be, you know, the focal point of your offense. You shouldn't take him at 21. If he's still on the board in the second round, you know, that's reasonable. It's, you know, there's enough upside there. But he had five games in his last year of college, his junior year. He had a very good sophomore season. And then his junior year, there's, you know, Major problems at the quarterback position, but still, you're playing in the Big 12. You can right. put up everybody's say, well, open in the Big exactly. 12. Yeah, he had 43 catches, nine drops in the whole season, played 12 wow. games. He had five games under 30 yards, four games under 15 yards receiving, and only wow. 100 yard game. So, like, you're just projecting off of nothing. And then he ran a 4 4 7 at the combine. He went to yeah. Indy, he was saying, I'm going to be faster than Henry Ruggs. And he ran a four. He was slower than Justin Jefferson, who was supposed to not run well. Well, he was a bad
1: fit. Je- Jefferson yeah. was a bad fit. Yeah, you can't. Take, I mean,
6: yeah. yeah, you don't want Pro Bowlers. No, no, fifteen hundred yard seasons. <laughs> who needs that? Who needs it? It was just forcing a pick when they didn't have to. Yeah. And I mean, the bigger indictment is that they keep because they forced the pick. Now they feel the need to play him, and mm-hmm. it just compounds the mistake over and over. And you got him out there returning kicks because returning punts because Greg Ward's got spasms. I'll take Greg Ward with spasms. Yeah,
1: me too. Just me catch too. the ball. Just <laughs> yeah. catch the ball. And they also went to uh, Rager third and 10 and, or in fourth oh and nine God. or whatever, early in the, in the first half of that game. Brutal.
6: Yeah. I mean, and then you look back at the Giants game. I mean, of all the, you know, gotta have it moments in a regular season game this year, and you, you go to Rager instead of Devontae Smith. And something I brought up, you know, in trying to get him the ball once again in that, that Giants game they lost in the Meadowlands, he goes up to Doug Peterson, or it's Doug Peterson, the Nick Sirianni says, hey, I want to run this. Devontae does, and Sirianni essentially says, you know, it doesn't work that way. It's not going to work against this defense. This is what we're going to run. And they end up, you know, Hertz throws the ball to Rager, he drops it. But, you know, if your best player is coming up and telling you he wants the ball, the game, it's a low percentage play anyway. Give him the ball. Just, you know, what's the worst if? if Joel Embiid goes up to Doc Rivers with 10 seconds on the clock and says, draw up something from me, you think Doc's going to say, ah, it's not going to, you know, and we got sure, to make sure Tobias Harris takes no doc will say,
1: I don't draw anything yeah. Just,
4: just take <laughs> Do whatever home. you want. Yeah.
6: <laughs> well, yesterday, you know, we were
2: texting back and forth, man. And, and we, you know, we looked at the quarterback situation for, you know, Hurts, and then we looked at Murray. And I saw a couple of the same traits, man. Mm-hmm. And, um, First thing you, you text me back is, hey, I'm going all in for Wilson. Do you really think that they would do that?
6: I, I think they would. I don't know. I mean, it, it takes two to tango, and your immediate response was, he's got to want to come here, which is 100 right. <laughs> And who knows if that'll be the case? I, I mean, I think he's got other aspirations. Like in the post football career, he's got Sierra with him. So mm-hmm. she's got to be happy. You know, is she going to be cool, you know, hanging out in Old City? She can hang out with no. the boss lady.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go.
6: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Front row at the Sixers game. <laughs> but, I, I mean, it, it's interesting because when Russ came back, it, it, people just assume he's, like, now on the downside. But he rushed himself back from a finger injury. The first two games he was bad. Mm-hmm. But after that, he went, I think, 15 touchdowns, three picks in his last seven games. He finished the year with a 103 passer rating. He threw, I think, 25 touchdowns and six picks. And yeah. – the team that acquires him i think he counts i believe i looked this up yesterday 27 million in 2022 and then 24 million the following year so
1: hmm.
6: very essentially world. getting yeah. him two years for 50 million it's not like that that cripples you and right. obviously the price will be big yeah but even if you gave up two firsts this year and next year's first you still have a full draft class this year to fix the defense you still have a first a second a third a fourth and i think they've three fifths so it's not like you're totally you know ignoring the defense if you do that um so so I'd be in on Russ most certainly
1: I saw Daniel Jeremiah uh tweet yeah. something I believe it was three firsts all three in second. this year and next year's second uh for Russ that's a lot yeah that's, that's a lot that's
6: getting steep I don't know yeah. if I don't know if anybody can compete with that kind of offer so if you really want them and you had the pony up I just think that I would absolutely want to keep one first this year
3: yeah, and maybe too. push
6: Seattle, say, Hey, can we, you know, take next year's first? Cause if you're getting Russ, presumably you're in the playoffs, you're picking in the twenties
3: mm-hmm.
6: just by default, it should be a worse pick than the one you'd be giving them this year. So that would be my pushback. But if they, you know, held firm, I don't know. I might, I might still pull the trigger. And well, yeah. I like her. I like hurts a lot. I think if they, if Seattle gets crazy with the demands, I'd be fine, you know, just walking away. Nice. But it's just interesting because if you – there's this notion, like, either you give Hertz the year or you move on. But you also have to factor in Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, aren't available next offseason. Right. In
1: theory. There, this is a really rare year. Exactly. When you, when you so, think about it, three first-round picks and, and possibly three of the better, you know, quarterbacks, veteran guys could be available. It's a really crazy year. Yeah, you almost you have to
6: decide now. I mean, yeah. I would love to have one more year of Hertz, see how he develops, and then make a more educated decision on his future. But that's just not the way it works. You have to, you know. Yeah. Make the call now.
1: Yeah. Well, Ideally, let's of... let's give Hertz this next year and see if he can wow us. But I want to have a draft pick in in place to get C J. Stroud in two years from I'm Ohio State. I'm with that. I am, I am with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> see, what, see, Mikey Mo's. We're like Brady at
4: the Boom, <laughs>
2: Well, there lies the problem, man. You know, this this those draft picks are going to be burning a hole in Howie's pocket, man. You know what I'm saying? And because of that, what do you think the chances of him getting a younger quarterback? You know, I'm thinking at this point he's going to trade up to get one of these quarterbacks in this draft. That's Mm. I I can't get this out of my mind. I'm I'm thinking he's going to go out and get a guy that's going to be so much of a project that we're not going to be any better than we are right now three years from now.
6: Because of this, I really don't think that's a likely option. Just because I think they're they're trying to win now, and they want like an elite quarterback. And I feel like, you know, you've heard some people throw out like, "Hey, maybe Derek Carr becomes available." Like, if you're not getting an elite quarterback, I don't think it's worth the upgrade in terms of money and draft compensation. So you'd have to burn at least one first to take a quarterback who may or may not be better than hurts anyway. And then are you moving hurt? Like, I don't think you can have an open competition with a rookie and hurts. I just think that, you know, creates factions creates problems. So I don't think anybody's really worth it in this year's draft class. And if they determined last year that fields and Mac Jones weren't worth it, both were on the board when they picked, I just don't see any way that they decide anybody in this class is, is on par. And that was, after only four games of Hurts that were pretty shaky that he played in that 2020 season, they decided they were out on the quarterback, you know, class of, of last year. So, at, which was considered a far better question. Like fields better. fields yeah. without question will be the number one quarterback in this class. So would Mac Jones, either one of them. So if they were out on those guys, I just think it'd be bad process to now decide, oh, yeah, we're good on a quarterback now. Which means that's what's going (laughs) to (laughs) happen. I think think that I think because, you know, Harry, you mentioned Stroud. Yeah. um, And then, you know, Bryce Young and Bama, I think the more likely scenario is they try to push some of their picks into next year Mm. just to stay alive for some of those, you know. Guys who could be big time blue chippers coming out in another
1: year. That'd be a hinky I like tight. Exactly. Yeah. Kick the can. I really All love right. to say kick the collect can. It, collect the assets keep exactly. down the road. All <laughs> right. What do you make of this, this incredible um attractiveness to our defensive coordinator from teams uh you know throughout the league? What evidently now the, the Houston Texans have added him to their list. So he's got Denver, Minnesota, Minnesota. and Houston. Wow. Yeah. I, I
6: think it's because he knows Brandon Staley. Like they used to say, like, oh, if you knew, Sh- if you yeah. ever came in contact with Sean McVeigh, I you took a whiz a next to
1: Sean McVeigh <laughs> exactly. at the
6: SoFi Stadium. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just. Vikings are on line one now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what, like, like, these front offices are also analytics driven now. Staley's kind of the new analytics wonderkin. Um, and then Gannon and him are tight. They've you know, been together before. So I think that's kind of like people are looking at that. Where's the next Brandon Staley? That's what I want. Maybe it's this guy, but they literally like the most passive defense in the NFL. And I know there's an argument to be made. You don't have the players, you know, make them beat you. And, you know, Brady did score two touchdowns on short field. So it wasn't, I, I don't think the defense was the problem as much as the offense on Sunday, yeah. certainly. But I, I, I don't know it's it seems more like it's about who he knows than hmm. you know what he's accomplished
2: well that, that doesn't make sense to me because he'll they'll you know the team will take on the characteristics of Gannon and at this point Gannon's just too passive for me to have as a head coach now he may be a motivator of, of, of men in the aspect he'll get his coaches to go out there and make decisions but like I said, I, I'm still pissed off with Sierra and not going down and cussing him out about what he saw on the field this year. You know, come on, man, you can't you can't allow you know Brady to beat you up twice with the same thing you did in the first game. That's absolutely I'm, ridiculous.
6: I'm with it, and I, I said it when we were watching the game. The, the first drive, Brady went. He kept going outside the numbers, outside the numbers, throwing it wide. I was like, he's going to come back next time and just pepper Gronk. Mm-hmm. He was just like setting him up. He's just like, all right. Yeah, so they're playing me now, then I'll go back to the middle. Oh, now they're gonna to start to shade more towards Gronk, we'll go back outside. It was like yeah, he went to Paraman
1: a couple times early, and Perriman dropped the ball. Dropped yeah, and was I was yeah, like, I was thinking he was never gonna go back yeah. to him because <laughs> he lo- when he loses trust in you, you're out. Like you yeah. just you might as well not even be on the field. But he did.
3: He exactly. kept going to him.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean it's it's crazy that Gannon one year as a defensive coordinator and you know. The the metrics aren't great on how they perform this year. They took advantage of some bad quarterbacks. Yeah. Um. But and you know they kind of run the same stuff that Staley does in Los Angeles, where you you just step back and let the other team make mistakes. And but look where they ended up. There they were at home in the playoffs. So,
2: well, who's the bigger need for you, defensive end or linebacker?
6: I say pass rush because I don't think your linebackers matter if you can't get home. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, if you can – I would love to have somebody in the middle of the field that can make some plays, and I think the Gannon scheme kind of requires that. So that's why I'm willing to give him a little more of a pass than I think most are because the way they play, you know, these dump-offs that Brady are making for four yards, they should be four-yard gains, and they turn into eight-yard gains because these guys can't cover, they can't tackle, they're not close enough to make the play. Mm -hmm. So – but if you can – move guys off move the quarterback off a spot you need pass rushers and i think just looking at the roster barnett gone i don't think that's a question mm-hmm. bg is going to be 33 coming off an achilles i mean love the guy think yeah. he'll you know give it his all but what's his all going to be at that point they're going to be very light at defensive end next year and i think that's that's a bigger need. i think there's some prime time pass rushers available um and also, Barrett, you do this every year. You talk yourself into, hey, oh, I love these linebackers. Just stop. They're not just at all. Just stop. <laughs> Don't let <laughs> it stop. Barry, Harry, it was so bad. It was so bad last year
2: that we went through. You know, we do these uh, draft breakdowns. Yeah. That I, you know, I, I give a draft breakdown and I sent them like four linebackers. And he just deleted all four. He was like <laughs> exactly. Brooksy, I am not entertaining this, okay? You need, Stop you need it. To,
1: you need to change, you need to change your fantasies, Barry. Yeah. You need to fantasize about other things as you decide the linebackers.
6: <laughs> I sent him four. I'm telling I sent him four. He just delete. Yeah. Delete. And you're not wrong, like they obviously need it, right. but I'm just saying, like, you just gotta deal in reality here. You're talking, you know, you never know what this guy's gonna do, but i I think a pretty strong indication linebacker will not be uh, a part of the play. <laughs> what did you think of the Mike Mayock news? It was surprising, but I, I don't know. Like Gruden really had personnel say. Yeah. So it's interesting. I, I mean, I've seen some rumblings that they're trying to go get Jim Harbaugh, uh, bring him back to the professional mm-hmm. ranks. So I think if you want a Harbaugh, a guy who's had control of everything at Michigan for, you know, a decade or almost a decade at this point, yeah, you got to, you know, kowtow and give him, hey, I want personnel control, too, or at least some say, or let me pick the guy who's going to help me pick the players. So uh, I think if you're trying to make a big coaching hire, you got to kind of clean house and start over. And that seems like what they're going to do. Hmm. But uh, I mean, their loss could be our game. I love Mayox draft cover. So that would be. Yeah, I mean, if he goes I mean, back to
1: the NFL network. <laughs> yeah, that would be exactly. Great.
3: Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> mean,
6: whatever he wants to do, I, I wish him the best. If he wants to stay in the in the front office world, that'd be great. But. I mean, I miss him on NFL Network. He was Me fantastic. too. Yeah, combine
2: um, at the combine. He's sitting
3: up there. Exactly. On the Raptors.
4: He's got to right. stop in watch.
6: that
1: pinstripe suit, man. You got to you know, the gangster banker suit. You right. got to have that on, man. Um, you know, we're so focused on the the veteran quarterbacks and the three obvious names, but what about since we're talking about the Raiders? What if a Derek Carr became available? Like, it's interesting because there's I've
6: seen some. Some people have done kind of like long-form studies of quarterbacks and who has the most help, who has the least help based on how their defenses perform, how good their supporting cast are. And Carr is like dead last.
1: Oh, he is? So okay. there's an
6: argument to be made that he's done the most with the least. Okay. Um, But I just think what it would cost to trade for him, what it would cost to pay him, I think – offsets the potential gain. I don't think mm-hmm. he's a difference maker. I'm not really interested in, like, the marginal upgrade. I mean, I, I just look at what the Vikings did. They go to the NFC title game in 2017 with Case Keenum. They try to make a big splash. They go get Cousins. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been to the playoffs once since. They won a round. It's just like if you're not, you know, getting a top five to ten guy, which is really hard to do, I just hard don't to do. think the yeah. – the the price is worth it and cousins oh, well, has been great statistically the numbers are fantastic he's been like a top five to ten guy statistically but he just hasn't moved the needle for him overall so I, we're, we're now a
2: destination pick again you know we're not we're no longer just the you know the bottom dwellers of the eagles we're at yeah. least a destination pick for a quarterback because number one the offensive line and that's what quarterbacks are wanting then the number two they went out and got a first rounder in smith that somebody wants to throw to with the running game so this this could be potentially a place where quarterbacks want to come now. They've got yes. the stench off of them that they have <laughs> Yeah, hopefully
6: a little more attractive. Yeah, let, I mean, I know there was a lot of talk that Watson, you know, legal issues, we'll, we'll put that aside for the moment. Um yeah, you I mean they're he only, only, yeah. he only paying it. He did not Yeah. He's, he's only paying a hundred grand.
2: Why not? A <laughs> hundred grand times twenty three, he's good.
6: You know, it's a couple million, he'll be I'll right I'll leave that alone, I'll let you tell about that <laughs> <out>. <laughs> But he had no interest Reportedly in coming to Philly before Maybe he saw how they performed And it's like, alright, the team's Up and coming, I think we can We can make that happen I have one quick question for you guys Do you think yeah. they are closer To the top or the bottom? Are they closer to being like legit contenders Or picking in the top five again? I think they are legit contenders because it has nothing to do
2: with the quarterback. It's everything to do with the offensive line.
1: Yeah. But even it with that offensive it. line, they didn't beat one good team last year. I'm gonna go. And the my, I'll go and the I'm, opposite.
6: I I tend to lean that way too, and I hate to be like a glass half empty guy, but I'm like if Kelsey's gone, if yeah. Cox is gone, if Brandon Brooks Kelsey. is gone, yeah, you know, Lane's getting older. I mean those are kind of your your stalwarts. If those mm-hmm. guys are gone, I mean, I think you could, you know, fall back to the pack quickly. But
1: yeah, you know, we'll see. He's always a glass half full guy. But <laughs> well, I know. He wants this stuff out he's, of here. He's mind. overflowing guns. glass. Oh my god!
6: <laughs> but
2: hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you see, class guns
1: three fifty. What what'd he say?
6: Guns.
2: Philip <laughs> massage parlors are not up to standards. So.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that he's right about that. Okay, from from the research that, that oh, my God. friends have done, yeah, I've heard that, that he's right about that. So, oh, hey. my goodness.
6: asking for a friend,
1: exactly yeah. right. <laughs> I got a lot of friends. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, great stuff, man. We love talking uh, football with you. Well uh, I you love up, being well on with you on guys. again at Mikey Malls on Twitter. Give him a follow. All right, man. Thanks so much. You know, we got hour number two coming up.
0: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut
5: in half? Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works
1: everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense.
5: Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
0: Who could say that?
5: And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free?
0: That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of stateside vodka. So good, it just disappears.
5: you know you like being right that's why you should enroll in an independence blue cross plan it's the health plan chosen by more people than any other with more doctors and hospitals more benefits that really rock more of the coverage you want for the right price including free doctor visits 24 7 it's a choice you can feel good about because when you're right you're right and when you've got independence blue cross you're right where you need to be call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an independence blue cross plan
3: Of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
1: Welcome back, hour number two of the middle on a big Tuesday. And it's always great checking in with my Mike Mulhern, man. Get talk ball with uh, with him all day. You know what I mean, Barrett?
2: Exactly, and that's what I do, man. I sit down, and uh, I I love the off season. Yeah. Now I get to go back and just sit down and just watch film with him and, and talk to him about you know upcoming um, you know guys that potentially could be drafted by the Eagles, and we go through we do breakdowns and stuff like that. So. Me and him in the offseason, you know, that's all we do is just, you know, go in and look at stuff like this and see who they can bring in and and who's a possibility and what direction they're going to go in free agency. So, you know, that's – you know, this this, this is the the fun part. You know, after midway through – no, halfway through um, February, going into March is when we step it up. Right. Now, I don't know if they're having a combine this year.
1: Oh, they'll have it. Yeah, I mean, they'll have it. No, why wouldn't they? Oh, uh, just I, I, what I'm saying. Because they, they, um, what COVID?
2: Yeah, COVID, man. Yeah, that's notice that's how, notice
1: how we're not seeing anybody testing positive anymore. Right, 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 okay? right, 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 yeah. right, right. Yeah, don't get me I, I started. guess there is a.
2: There is a combine this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, eventually they're going to move it out to um, SoFi Stadium, and that, that's going to be, like, the home of it. But I don't know that – SoFi you, Stadium, that's you, in, you, you Cali, can't right? do You can't do anything in California these days, apparently. Right, right. Um, in fact, they were even talking about possibly having to move the Super Bowl. Um, I don't care where they have it. Just have it, um, right, to be right, honest right, with right, you. Right, 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 Screw California. Um, but I looked here – somebody – I forget who put this out here on, on Instagram – The most playoff wins over the last 25 seasons. So that takes us, uh, what, into like the mid-90s, 1996. Who do you think is on top with the most playoff wins as a team? And since when? Since uh, 25 years. So we're going back into like maybe 1996.
2: Yeah, uh, the most playoff wins. Uh, Would it be – Pittsburgh.
1: They are actually third. Okay. With 16. And then after that, it would now probably think about be it. Who's got the most New rings? England? Exactly. New England's got 31 Right. in 25 years. Green Bay and Pittsburgh and Baltimore actually are all tied for second with 16. Wow. Yeah. Um, the Eagles are very high up there, too. They've got 14. Course, all those years with Andy Reid of winning, yep, you know, some playoff games, um, adding that up, that's uh, they're 14 along with Denver and Seattle are all at 14. Yeah, you know, they Seattle went through a, a nice little stretch with, with Russ, they did, and then, uh,
2: you know, Denver they had their, you know, prominence also,
1: yeah, they had the, the Renaissance. Well, you yeah, had the end of the Elway uh, era, is fits in with this and winning those two Super Bowls. That was within twenty five years ago, and then you had the Manning resurgence, right? With them, so now well, guess where the combine where this Dallas year is, is in March. What's that? The combine this year is in March. Oh, okay, March first to the seventh. So it's a little later, yeah, because it yeah. used to be like in the third or fourth week of February. Yeah, it was like the third week. I guess since the Super Bowl is being moved back, uh, you know, till February thirteenth, that pushes everything back another week or so. Well, you know, so, th- you know
2: what that means, right? What's that mean? That means Hertz is going to be um, the alternate because the uh, the Super Bowl winning quarterback won't be there. So he's going to be a he's going to be a Pro Bowler. But are you
1: talking about the stupid Pro Bowl? Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about the Pro Bowl, but it makes him a Pro Bowler. Only the guys that play in it and get the and get the extra bonus care. Nobody cares. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> He's going to be a Pro Bowler, man. Oh, my God. Will you stop? <laughs> you got to stop. Seriously. A Pro Bowl Pro oh Bowl quarterback God. this year. Oh, my gosh, Jesus. Christ. Pro Bowl quarterback, Jalen yeah. Hurts. Who didn't lead his team to a first freaking half touchdown since freaking the New Orleans game. So long ago. So, so long ago. Or first quarter touchdown, at least. They only scored 20 points in the first half of all those games, which is amazing to me. All right. How many does Dallas have in the last 25 years?
2: Oh. Playoff wins. Playoff wins. Mm -hmm. I think three, right?
1: Yes. Jason Pierre Paul can count them on one hand. (laughs) Okay. They got three
2: you are wrong man.
1: Yeah, I am wrong. The only, reason,
2: the only reason I know that because uh um I looked it up I looked it up a year ago.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And uh, three. Can you believe that?
1: I am so wrong I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Washington football team has only two. Oh my god. Or as Robbie E would say, two. Yep. <laughs> OK, so think about this division that the Eagles have been in for the last 25 years. I know we know it's bad, but this kind of really brings it to to a head. Now, the Giants. To their credit, of course, they had a couple Super Bowl runs where they where they won it. have 10 oh, okay. playoff wins in 25 years. But the Eagles, 14 Giants, 10 Dallas, three and Washington, two. Wow.
2: You well, know, they you know, they, um, you know, they uh one those Super Bowls, you know, so that's why during that time period, you know, they had to win at least eight with the Super Bowl run, the two Super Bowls they won. So the Giants, you know, of course they had at least that.
1: I'm um, so. trying to see here. The Jets, believe it or not, have seven. I guess what? that was all those years with those two years where Sanchez oh, yeah, went yeah, to the yeah. AFC championship yep. game, added up to that. Boy, that's 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 a shocker to me. Me too. Yeah, Jacksonville too. even has five. Well, you start thinking about what what Jerry Jones has presided what over. Uh, Carolina, um, where are they here? Oh, they they actually have eight. Wow! And you know, they had that the year with DeLome where they went to uh, to the Super Bowl, right? Right, right? beat mm-hmm. the Eagles in the NFC Championship game, and well, they had um, you know the year with. Um, the years with Kerry Collins where they kind of go deep into the playoffs a couple of times kind of makes sense.
2: So I just don't
1: understand. I don't understand how Dallas fans can be really talking. I know. How can you talk shit? Three playoff wins in a quarter century. (laughs) I mean, uh, you know, it's just a fact. I mean, the only teams that they have more of are Washington. You don't hear boo from their fans. Their fans hate (laughs) the owner. They hate the stadium. (laughs) You know, they they want massive change there, okay? They're not puffing their chest out about anything. Cincinnati just got their first one in 31 freaking years. Oh, Cleveland, as much shit as they've been talking the last couple of years with this Mayfield uh, debacle, they only have one. One playoff win. And they beat this – that was beating the Steelers last year, I think. Yes, it in was. In the first round. It
2: kicked them right out. It Your Detroit right
1: Lions out. have zero. Oh, Yeah. But those are the only teams that are below Dallas. That's incredible. I, um, in Detroit, we went to the playoffs and we
2: lost in two. This is '99. We lost to Washington.
1: Yes, and that was the last time. I think that was Norv Turner with the Washington that year. Yes, yes and Brad Johnson, I think, was the quarterback <laughs> before he ended up in Tampa Bay <laughs> yep. and won a Super Bowl. Right? I could look.
2: Yep. Because yeah. we had a uh, we had Gus Frerotte was our quarterback. And that's oh. what he ran. He ran the year before he ran into the uh
1: Yeah, into the, the wall, wall after scoring a touchdown and <laughs> celebrated by jamming his neck into the padding on the wall. What an idiot.
2: Knocked himself out.
1: Yeah. Doesn't say much for that Tulsa education, <laughs> did it? Gus Ferrat. My God.
2: That's worse than a butt fumble, man. Yeah,
1: it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, Stafford Stafford got his first playoff win ever last night. Oh, that's right. He was 0 for 3 with uh with Detroit. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, I'll right. tell you that that stadium, I don't know what they're doing if they're if they had extra mics in there or they were pumping crowd noise in it or what, but it was really loud uh watching the game. Because this is coming off the week before, where they say that the San Francisco fans took over that building. Right. I guess they the did. fans were just like, yeah, screw it. We're waiting for the playoffs. Yeah. Because but- they were loud.
2: That's a that's you talking about a franchise that's been longing, man. They've they've been they've been lacking for so long. I mean, it used to be, a, you know, that's the worst. That used to be the worst franchise in the world. Mm-hmm. And now look at them from a quarterback and a receiver. Look at the look at the level they're at right now. Mm-hmm. I bet you Brown. I mean, uh, what's his name? Green. I bet you Green's pissed off now. I know he wish he would yeah, stayed he, there.
1: He's, he's kind of looking shot.
2: I mean, why would you want to
1: stay there with a young quarterback? I don't know.
2: That was stupidly that organization.
1: I don't know, but he he's uh, he's he's looking a little long in a tooth.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, he looked bad yesterday.
1: Yeah, I mean, he dropped that ball. He got hit by the cornerback, and then they reviewed it. I'm like, how can they call that a catch? Well, they did. They did originally, and then they went back, and you know, uh, McVeigh threw out the little red, the little red BB <laughs> pack, and they reviewed it, come back, and it said no catch. I thought it was no catch. I thought it was a no catch you know, from the
2: very beginning.
1: Yeah. And it was a legit hit. It was. You know, legit hit. That team had nothing last night, man. I'll tell you. that That's a real indictment of that football coach. Well, if you ask me, they did not look prepared.
2: They didn't want, it, it's like they didn't want to be there. I know. Like they were ready to go home. Like their cars were gassed up and already ready to go. Yeah. You know, a bunch of U-Haul trucks lined up out, outside when they get off the plane. Yeah. The U-Haul trucks are sitting there lined up. For them ready to go. Right. And leave Arizona. And how about really that JJ
1: Watt working his way back from that disastrous shoulder injury where they basically almost had to like reconstruct his shoulder and he comes back to play in that game? That's ridiculous. For what? Man. Yeah. That's
2: ridiculous. Him, Cam Akers, same yeah. thing. And then Waddle. Waddle comes in and plays. Yeah. Waddle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What I, I didn't know. Did he make any plays last night? I went no. to bed. When I texted you, I said it's time for bed. I but know that you, was, and, it was just before halftime. I'm like, right, I'm I,
2: out. I fired out like three more Texans. all. Oh, he's asleep now. This game stinks. I, said,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, watch. I know, see. That's when I can trust a barrel to watch it. If anything <laughs> happened, he'll have seen it. And I woke up then, you know, five the next morning. I, you know, to this morning, I checked the scores like 34 to 11. I'm like, I didn't miss anything. Not a damn thing. Nothing. Bro. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Now, now I don't know if today is your, uh, neighborhood's trash and recycling day that's the, it, more, oh, well, thursday thursday it's yes. ours on tuesday mornings and the wind is blowing like crazy outside right mm-hmm. so my neighbor who puts out like you would think like a football team lives in that house based on their trash <laughs> like they have like four big giant receptacles that are filled to the brim where the lids don't even fit on top right uh... and then the guy puts out a mirror because they just bought the house not too long ago. So I guess they're redoing some things as they go and they're throwing out this mirror and the mirror, he puts it out last night. The wind knocks the mirror down and smashes it all over the driveway. Oh, So there's broken shards of mirror glass all over his driveway at seven this morning. So I open up, I open up the shade. And I'm looking out because I hear this, this noise and I'm like, Oh boy. I'm not going I'm not going out to put mine out right now. I'm not getting involved in this, right? <laughs> so he's out there picking up shards of glass and putting them right into the into the trash can. I don't know what he's supposed to do, but and then he's got a dustpan, he's cleaning the whole area. I go back out to put my stuff out. And there's these big jagged like edges right in the trash can this poor trash guy is gonna he, he ended up severing his artery when, he's, when he puts he's gonna put this into the truck the poor guy like i don't know what like what are you doing man seriously and then the thing blows over and all these miller light cans are strewn all over the place so i go out there during the break uh, an hour ago and pick them up oh that's good yeah that's good work i'm picking you. his shit up and putting it back in his cans Ridiculous!
2: <laughs> oh, you know it's the it's the third today's bulk trash day for me. Also, we, oh, yeah? we always have bulk trash day on the third Thursday. So let me see if it, it has to be a the third complete Thursday. So let me see where are we at? Uh, <laughs> yep, yes it is. What's yes, that? Yes, this will be the third complete Thursday. So I got bulk trash. So tomorrow, tomorrow I'll spend all day gathering as much trash as I can throughout my house, like the boxes from the damn um amazon right. boxes get all those tied up and get them ready to go i gotta make sure i get all the you know well that's you know, recycled my- right
1: the yeah yeah that's yeah yeah recycled. yeah
2: but i mean i got other stuff that you know i gotta get out of here like old clothes i'm not gonna you uh-huh. know, uh give to people you know they're just old it might be you know rags and stuff i gotta get all that stuff to the curb mm-hmm. that's a chore yeah it's definitely a chore and my son He's always gone on the third Thursday. You know, he usually comes by the house every day. You know, he lives in Philly, but he comes by the house every day because he works over here. Uh Uh-huh. And he'll come by, you know what I'm saying? He'll go up in his old room, take a nap, you know what I'm saying, throughout the day. Piss me off because he won't make the bed up when he leaves. Right. But then he'll turn around on the third Wednesday for the third Thursday. I won't see him tomorrow. Hmm. He'll be in parts unknown. Is that right? Yeah. He'll just all
1: of a sudden just not be here. But then he'll show up on Friday.
2: He'll show no. He'll show up on Thursday.
1: Oh, thir- after the trash is after put the out. trash yard oh, okay. has been put out and everything. I
2: got gotcha. you. You know what I mean. So wow. I, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm pull it on him. He he just bought a new battery. He's gonna want me to you know help him with this battery. I'm not helping him with this battery. I'm not doing it because he's not gonna show up tomorrow. I'm not gonna show up to help him with the battery.
1: I tell you, I gotta be honest. It, you know, it, it seems like it's all take, take, take over there. You it,
2: know exactly. I mean?
1: Exactly. There's
2: uh, no giving. Yeah. <laughs> My pops should tell me, "You you always got a mouth, I mean, a handful of gimme, and a mouthful of I want."
1: Wait, wait, wait. Say, <laughs> say this slower so I can understand this.
2: He says, "Boy, you always got um, a handful of gimme and a mouthful of I want."
1: A handful of <laughs> gimme and a mouthful of I want. That yeah. is classic. <laughs> Dude, I love that.
2: And it never made sense to me really uh-huh. when I was young. Now it does. It
1: <laughs> now it does. Oh, that's awesome. A handful of gimme. And
2: a mouthful of, I won. I'm like, my pops. He's wow. always got the one-liners to draw. All
1: right. Now, let's just say, I mean, the fact that this guy has three interviews lined up already, three of the eight vacancies want to speak with Jonathan Gannon, um, lets me, lends me to think that he, there's a very good chance he gets hired. Dan Quinn is definitely getting hired. Dan Quinn's got four interviews lined up. Miami, Denver, yes. Chicago, and Minnesota. He's got more interviews lined up than Doug Peterson, who won a Super Bowl.
2: Right. And he lost a Super Bowl.
1: Yes. Wasn't well, because- he the guy up 28 to 3? Yes. Yeah.
2: Brady came back on him.
1: Now, you know, explain that to me if you've got 20 minutes. Well, but I can't to- figure that out.
2: I still can't figure out how Gannon has all these, um, you know, interviews lined up. How? Why? What did he do? To garner all this attention.
1: I know. I, I don't get it um, either, but the bottom line is he does. So I'm thinking, like, which, which way do you go? Because you've got some old, salty veteran defensive guys that are out there, like Fangio, uh, Zimmer. Um, I'm trying to think if there's there's some other ones. Defensive coaches. There, there There has to be. With all these vacancies, I could probably think of two or three other ones that'll probably be available for the defensive coordinator position. I would take Fangio or Zimmer in a minute.
2: I would love to have either one of those two.
1: Cause either they're both of... really good defensive exactly. coordinators. Exactly. You know,
2: but see the only thing is, you know, there's going to be a vacant spot probably. Uh, well, I don't know, you know, cause um, uh, the other, uh, Buffalo's defensive coordinator has some interviews lined up.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, that, that might be a possibility.
1: Oh, uh, Leslie Frazier's yes, getting some interviews. Yes, yep. Todd yeah. Bowles is getting some interviews. Right, right, yeah. So, but th- Todd Bowles is going to get a head coaching job. I don't know about Leslie Frazier. He's been he's been through the ringer a bunch of times. Right, right. Um, right. You know, I don't know if he gets hired or not. But Bowles is definitely going to get one. But I still don't see how McCarthy
2: still has a job with Dallas. Me either. I mean, you had you. This, I, like I said before, I thought that team was the most complete team, you know, early in the season, especially in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Defensively, they picked all draft uh, defensive draft picks, got their draft, got their defense, you know what I'm saying, up to par. Right. Offense, I thought they already had it with those three receivers. Running game with two good running backs. They have everything you need to win in the playoffs. Right. Everything. A good offensive line. A good defensive line. Linebackers are set. You know, even their secondary was okay. You gotta gotta lead the NFL and in,
1: interceptions. In kicks, yeah.
2: You know, and they get bounced off the first. So there's gotta be some hedge roll for that. There well, has to be some hedge roll.
1: I you know, I agree with you. Uh and for this, this is a little bit of information here. Jerry Jones, Jera, apparently, you know, he does that weekly radio hit in Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Canceled his radio spot for this week. What the last time he did that, they fired the head coach. <laughs> all right, so that, that's just a little nugget. Great information by a little nugget.
2: Now, okay? I'm in, in all honesty, I'd want him there, I want him to stay.
1: Yeah, so do I,
2: you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's great, it's great talk for us, it is, you know. But you know, like I think we kind of messed up, kind of wishing the Giants guy away, we should have
1: right. him there too. Now, how do you think that that Jarrah calls out to to the, to the? Do you think he calls the <laughs> the station producer? Uh, I'm not going to be able to make it today. <laughs> There's always there're going
2: to be some heads rolling around yeah. here, so I might be a little busy. Today. Right, I got a coach to fire. <laughs> I like that right there. Yeah, yeah, I got a <laughs> coach to fire. Right, right, yeah. Oh now, man. Now, do you think that? they keep it in-house and just move uh the defensive coordinator up to head coach. Wow.
1: Well, if they do fire him, I'm I'm not seeing Kellen Moore having this kind of interest throughout the league. Let me pull up that other uh that NFL.com piece where they have the tracker of, you know, showing guys, you know, where they've interviewed. Here it is. NFL coaching and GM tracker. Kellen Moore is He's not on the list for the Chicago bears head coaching job, but Dan Quinn is Mm -hmm. Um, the Denver job, Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore. Okay. So there's interest in Denver for Kellen Moore and uh, Dan Quinn, Um, Houston, not seeing that for either of them and Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore have interest in Jacksonville, um, Miami. Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn. Okay, so I'm wrong. Kellen Moore is he is being looked at by uh, Minnesota too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's four and four. So both of them, both of them are very. So I was wrong. I must have been overlooking old Kellen Moore. But yeah, I think he would try to. He would want to keep one of those guys. No. I I would think so.
2: I don't know if it'd be Kellen Moore, though.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I know. I think that
2: team, you know, um, I think more people are likely to – well, the the team is is more likely to want to keep that defensive coordinator because he kind of changed things around up there. Plus, you know, um, they like hard-nosed guys. Mm -hmm. I don't see Kellen Moore as a guy that's going to be hard-nosed.
1: Yeah, but he kind of – Fits that bill like a Gannon. and he looks like he's eighteen years old, right? <laughs> him, I mean, he, he wasn't too long ago; he was playing. He was playing five years ago. Yeah, he was playing. Yep. Yeah. And shit, I remember him at uh, Boise State. Didn't that where he went? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That wasn't that long ago either. So, so
2: he he's uh, um this Gerard Mayo. His his stock is
1: starting to
2: fly up. Also, I know, but he had some interest last year. During his whole, you know, coaching.
1: Now, how do you think that happens? Is that is that hoodie sort of, you know, greasing the skids and wanting to see his guy get elevated? And you know, maybe the agent he gets to the agent and says, "Man, this guy's a he's an up and comer. got to we got to get him moving." Like, how does that happen? Where he's a position coach. Well, that's I think it's just because these owners see those shiny new things that, um, you know, that that
2: Belichick, you know, think you can get some of what Belichick you know, rubbed off on them.
1: It's well, not a lot of his, a lot
2: of his like guys don't succeed. Well, they don't succeed. You I mean, look what just happened in Miami. Yeah. Look what happened with the giants this year. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even, um, you look what happened when, um, in, in Denver. I mean, all his guys go and just fall on their ass when they go.
1: Right. I, I tell mean,
2: you, I can't see it.
1: I tell you the name that I don't see on here. That is pretty interesting. I What's don't that? see anything. Let me make sure I got this right. BNME? I don't see no. The enemy's got he's listed on there for Denver. That's it. But I don't see Josh McDaniels on here. Right, right. That's pretty interesting. That's Mike. Interesting. I see Mike McDaniel, but not Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Well, look
2: at Minnesota. Minnesota is, is asking to see. I mean, D'Amico Ryans, this is his first year being a defensive coordinator, and they're asking to, to interview him. Is it his Minnesota first? Vikings? Yeah. Yes, this is his yeah. first year being a defensive coordinator. Remember, um, the Jets' defensive coordinator was um, the Jets' head coach, was a defensive coordinator. Oh, yes, yeah, right. And now this but, is his first year. D'Amico Ryans. What was Ryan? Right Minnesota looking at Was
1: him. Was he a coaching uh, a coach in Houston before he went to San Francisco? Or is, am I just thinking no. that because he played there?
2: He played there,
1: right? Let me he see.
2: just finished playing like three years ago.
1: Yeah, he was he was here in Philly yeah, exactly. for a little bit.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: He's only thirty seven.
2: Exactly, exactly.
1: He now, just started.
2: He just got it. He, he just got the defensive coordinator job last year.
1: Yeah, he was the um, defensive quality control coach with San Fran in twenty seventeen, and then he became the inside linebackers coach and. Defensive coordinator, 2021. So, yeah, first year. Wow. How about well, that? Just,
2: just being pushed up the ranks.
1: Yeah. I Matt check. Eber
2: flew, flew me from uh, the Colts. Yeah, he I don't know that guy.
1: What's his deal?
2: Oh, I mean, anytime you have those linebackers that he has, the defense that he has, of course you're going to be looked, looked to the, you know, as a coordinator. I, I want to never, see Byron Lefkowitz on two teams trying to look at him, and that's Jacksonville and uh, Chicago. hmm I don't really I, see anywhere else.
1: I could see him getting a Jacksonville job.
2: Me too. That would be a perfect fit for him, former yeah. guy that played there. Right. They were good when he played there.
1: I don't see anything here. Wait, where's this Eberflus guy? Yeah, he's he's a candidate in Jacksonville. Is he? Okay. Yeah, and uh this Hackett guy, man, come on, stop, <laughs> stop with him. I mean, he's the he's the offensive coordinator in Green Bay, right? Yeah, yeah. Now it's the coat, it's the head coach's offense. Yep. Right.
2: Well, it's the same thing with Eric Enemy.
1: and it's Aaron Rodgers. So, how much could Nathaniel Hackett? be responsible for their success exactly exactly. we've got a hall of fame quarterback and a young coach up-and-coming coach that's proven himself over two seasons as a head coach and now hackett gets shine i don't like this no
2: no that's me that's that's you wake up in the morning and you know that your guy's gonna make it happen regardless in spite of you the offense is gonna run well when you you can you can sleep easy when you have you know, A. Rod is your quarterback, right? Matt, you've know, never heard from Pat Shermer either.
1: Oh, More thank God! Thank God! I'm done with the Pat Shermer. All right, <laughs> he has been a retread with zero success.
2: He won that one game he coached.
1: Oh yeah, good. I think I have a win too in the NFL. Way back in the uh, in the '90s, yeah. during my during my during my heyday. Oh this the Shermer, those guys like that drive me nuts. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. This Eberflus guy has been with Indianapolis for three seasons. It looks like he was with Dallas before that. Wow, you know, really shocked linebackers coach. It really
2: shocked me that you know that that you know when you told me yesterday that Heinz Ward was getting some consideration as a head coach.
1: He had one interview with Houston. Yes. Yeah, well,
2: come on, man.
1: Well, are you gonna reach out to him? No, <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: he's the he's the wide receiver coach at Florida Atlantic.
1: Florida Atlantic, yeah. They're now they're moving into the American Athletic Conference. Right,
2: right, right.
1: Where it's going to be owl on owl on owl crime. <laughs> Florida Atlantic, Rice, and Temple are all owls in the American yes. Athletic yes. Conference. How crazy is that? That not is that it, crazy. Not that anybody gives a shit. <laughs> All right, we got final half hour coming up. We'll take a short break, be back with more right here on the middle.
4: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind.
0: disappears.
5: You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan.
3: Field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you.
2: Champions <laughs> Because
3: Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia Bank.
0: <music> Hi, right, welcome back to the show. Final
1: half hour on a Tuesday. And I've about exhausted most of my uh, my prep work here, uh, Barrett. But I, <laughs> I just dug up the free agent list according to SpotRack, which is a pretty good website uh, when it comes to contracts and players and so forth. Twenty twenty two NFL free agent wide receivers, because this is I'm tired of of Howie trying to draft wide receivers. Yes. He's not He's not good at it. And hopefully two of the ones that are on the roster right now are gone by next year in J-Jaw and Rager. I've seen enough of both. Um, I don't care where they go. I don't care if any of them have any modicum of success in another uniform. I just want them out of here. Okay? Just, just gone. <laughs> just gone. Now – do I trust him to find a receiver in the second round? Absolutely not. I think they're going to have to go out and sign a veteran. I think they need a little bit more veteran you know, uh, look in this offense, especially in that position group. And I think you agree. No question. Um, and then there's some interesting names on here. Now, Devontae Adams is not going to be a, a free agent. There's no, no way Green Bay lets him go.
2: Not even close.
1: Allen Robinson in Everybody Chicago that. Yep. is an interesting name um does he you know do they there's no way are they wouldn't franchise a guy like that there would no they? no Uh-oh. well they, he's, they,
2: he's he's a, he's not even their
1: top receiver right right so he he could be available he's interesting he's 28 we're I mean, not fine yep um, uh
2: do they do you think i i think he's definitely one of the guys that people are going to be looking at
1: mike williams The Chargers, big body dude from Clemson, former first round pick, dude. That guy can play. Yes, again, he's got that catch radius set there. I I love that term. He's got good catch radius.
2: Yeah, but you know, guy has it. Guy has great speed, um, but doesn't play big. But he's, I mean, he's 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 a deep threat. Is Will Fuller? Yeah. Remember him from Temple? Sure, I mean, sure. I mean, yeah, well, he, yeah, I mean, he, he did Temple in Temple. Yeah, when he, he played for Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. yeah.
1: That son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I know him. I mean, would you think they'd need the big speed guy as opposed to, like, the bigger red zone threat kind of guy who could catch the ball anywhere? Um, I mean, sure, they could use Will Fuller, no doubt about it. I like him, but.
2: Between Robinson and him, I think I would go with Robinson still.
1: Or Williams.
2: Well, Williams, I I think he's going. You have to pay a little bit for him.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, well, they got money. They got thirty four million coming off with uh, just freaking yeah. Carson Wentz alone, right? You take a chance with AJ Green. He's old. I don't know about that. I didn't like what I saw. I don't know. I don't know how much desire he has left. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Um. Juju Smith Schuster is on this list. He's been hurt, but I see he's
2: he's still a guy that can go out there and make some plays. Yeah, he could still make plays, man. Um,
1: Godwin's on this list now. He just got you know he's hurt, but
2: um, we'll take a chance with him. He's he's the more complete of all the receivers we just talked about.
1: Yeah, he's a
2: complete receiver.
1: What about that Byron Pringle out in Kansas City?
2: Kansas State guy is he? Yeah. United yeah, he wouldn't um, cost you that much, would he? Wouldn't cost it out at all. But no, can't he be an all um, all-purpose player? Player though, you know. No.
1: Yeah, that's the question. That's you know, he's, he's
2: great. He's great in that offense because they have a lot of speed in that offense. Mm-hmm. But could he be a number one? He kind of gets know.
1: lost because you can't cover everybody, and you got to exactly. pick your poison. And he's open.
2: exactly yep. yeah. That's why he's he's a, you know he's still a little bit of a project going into this.
1: Um. um. Now, this list, is this true? i got to look this up. Is is Odell Beckham Jr. a free agent? Yes. Wow. You don't o- think L.A. would uh, try to keep him?
2: He's going to want to stay there, not to keep him.
1: He had a good game last night.
2: Yeah, he did. I, I would either pick him. I'd even go with Zay Jones from the Raiders. From ECU. Now, Zay Jones, he stepped it up, man. He was mm-hmm. He was their number one target, the Raiders' number one target. This
1: year. Yeah, he's he's definitely found a a chemistry with the quarterback. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Sims, your boy, yes, down in Washington.
2: I would definitely look him up. He he's could be a number one. That's a
1: that's maybe that's your diamond in the rough, Barrett.
2: I, I I'm 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 all in with that. I am all in with him because I mean I I love his game. He started to be their number one. I don't know if they let him slip like that. Let me look that. Cam Sims. Up.
1: This might be, and this might have to be a baritone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, you know,
2: that's, that's, you know what?
1: I'm sort of like another producer for you. <laughs> in essence, <laughs> like, where's my producer? Right. Like, right I need right. I need a, a freaking producer.
2: You, you're, you're being great, man. All right. You know hold on. Saying? I'm not going to yeah. stop you
1: from being great. He is unrestricted. He only made $2 million. Yes. Yeah, I King. like him too. Another Christian Alabama Kirk. guy. Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk. Yeah, he's on that list too. He's a free agent. Yep. And he could uh, return kicks for you too. He could do everything. Yeah. Speed,
2: great slot receiver. Yep. Um.
1: Yeah, I liked him. You at take Texas a chance with Marquise Godwin? Man, I mean, you know, he's a good player.
2: Really good player.
1: Such a shame he got to, he got hurt like that. Penn State guy, and yeah. the, it,
2: which which might you know bode well for us if we went out there and out from a contract because it's not like ACL. ACLs. ACLs come a dime a dozen now. You can always come back from ACL. Carson couldn't, but
1: isn't that amazing? Like <laughs> like where where that was 20, 30 years ago, you know
2: exactly, man. You, you just had a huge cup. They can go in now and just and be done with it. You come back stronger than it was.
1: You're saying it's a minimally invasive now?
2: It's it's going in that direction. You know, Cam Sims
1: only had 15 catches this year. What? Yeah. In 14 games. He started three games. That's amazing that he wasn't able to get more run on that team.
2: I like him, man. I like him.
1: Yeah, he's got three touchdowns in the last two years. That's it. And he's only caught 49 balls. James Washington. talk, Talk about being underutilized. Right. James
2: Washington is a you know Pittsburgh wide receiver. Yeah.
1: They didn't give him much burn, give him an opportunity. What do you think what do you think they do? Do they do they go with uh, a Mason Rudolph or a Haskins just to sort of like give him give them their Jalen Hurts year and see where it ends up? And maybe no. if they if they do poorly enough that they can get to the top of the draft and pick a good one next year or the year after.
2: No, they're going to draft. They're going to draft. They want to bring somebody in fresh and, and and build
1: them up. You know, kind of like what with what, what New England's doing right now. Well, I think they picked twentieth. I mean, what if uh, Pickett and Malik Willis and uh, Cam or Carson Strong are all gone? They're going to trade up to try to get them. Hmm.
2: They're going to have to trade up. Are they gonna, I mean, they're in a position right now. but I mean, because if that was the case, they would, wouldn't even entertain Ben. But Haskins and those guys, they, they, they're that's not what they're looking for.
1: No, I, don't, I agree. I don't think so either. Um, I don't know what kind of quarterback they're gonna get down there. And you say trade up, but I, I could see uh, Matt Rule taking Pickett. Yep. Yep.
2: I mean, or he, they recruit, he
1: recruited. He recruited him in college, and he was going to come here. It was only because uh, Rule took the Baylor job, or he'd have been a Temple Owl, right? Um, they picked fifth, I believe. Uh, yeah, oh no, Giants are fifth. They're sixth. Carolina's sixth. They got the Giants in a Carolina sandwich in the draft. It goes Giants five. Carolina 6, Giants 7. Wow. Yeah.
2: (laughs) The Giants, oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. They're they're sort of in another, in a similar uh, situation with the Eagles where it's like, do they believe that, you know, do they give Daniel Jones another year? Right. And draft high up near the draft because they have a lot of needs. Or do they take the quarterback? because they could get one of the higher ones with one of those picks. They wouldn't have to really move up.
2: This 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 year is going to because I mean, do they I believe they're going to go out and get a free agent wide receiver, a veteran guy. And but, all those guys we just talked about the Eagles. The Eagles. All those guys we just talked about. I can see that happening. But then I'm looking at do they go out and get a uh a pass rusher also? You know, somebody that you know go out there and play right now, give them what they need right now, or a linebacker, right now.
1: Yeah, Eagles need one of those like just home wreckers at defensive end. Exactly. Yeah, you know I mean, somebody that's
2: been doing it for years.
1: <laughs> wow. You know
2: what I mean? Somebody that can really go out there and dictate tempo. Mm-hmm. Just ball all out.
1: This mock has Karloftis going fourth over all of the Jets. Your I boy from gonna go like two from Purdue. Mm hmm. No, two, one and two are gonna be Thibodeau and um Allen, Aiden Hutchinson, probably. Yeah. Or vice versa. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Both of those guys can wreck the they can wreck the game. That's what you need. You need a guy that can wreck the game. Who doesn't care about anything. I'm just going to rest I'm going to hunt. All right. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going I'm, to hunt. Yep, shot out of a cannon on every yeah. snap. You know what I mean? <laughs> I am going to hunt. I am going to hunt. Is this yeah. what are this? What are the stream people doing? Are they arguing amongst themselves about the quarterback position?
2: Sign, I, <laughs> I would just ask, saying, do Eagles sign a veteran linebacker?
1: i wish john dickerson says fletcher cox was a home wrecker with all those married gals
4: (laughs) yes
0: touche yes that was
4: amazing yes oh
1: yes (laughs) Uh, that's why you gotta love the uh love the stream no question that's the kind of stuff i love now I got to do uh, I got to do another hit with the uh, the mountain troll today, Barrett. And poor you, man. Yeah, I know. you deal with me. Look, you deal uh, with me for two hours. Yeah. Then you T- deal with him for Tuesday an hour. Is, Tuesday's a rough day, man. <laughs> Cause I don't I don't get any like downtime between. It's like fifteen minutes, and then we go right into it. Because I cause I want it to be over by two two fifteen, so I can you know do other things. But he's just. He had his fidget spinner out last week. This stupid little device that he used to bring in to do the show because he's got the ADHD. Yeah. Like, even
2: like...
0: <laughs>
1: What in the world was that? Barrett just shut the mic off. My fault, man. Oh, what, what the hell is going on over
2: there? my daughter came in to get something oh she's you know got the you know the 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 thing to flash on the uh the uh the the what do you call it the uh stories the stories oh. just i'm like turn the story <laughs> what on like
1: instagram or something like yeah oh okay yeah. wow you got the stories going yeah got the stories going turn that down and, and 91 sexist. What the WTF was that?
2: Right. First of all, she comes in bother me anyways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come in and bother me anyways.
1: Yeah, like like that's incredible. Like that to me, that's a lack of respect towards you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, dad's down there working. Leave him alone. You can't just kids, bust in.
2: My kids don't care about that, bro. They're like, dad is dad. Dad will wow. always be dad. Dad. Wow. Dad, what wow. is this? I'm surprised. Like I say, my son, I'm, I can't wait for him to show up, man. Once he gets here, I'm going to tell him, look, man. Yeah. Come on, bro.
1: You need you to start showing out. up on Thursday mornings on right. trash day. Right, right, right. right. Young Gamer says, Barrett, do you like Malik Willis, the quarterback from Liberty versus, uh, via Auburn? I do.
2: I do like him. Um, if you want a project, yeah, he'll be one of those guys. He's going to be good. He's going to be a good pro. But he might be along the lines of what you saw last night in Murray. He's actually more so a drop back quarterback that's this quick.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: But you know, you, he's gotta learn, he's gotta learn the pro system. And that's, you know, when you have these teams that when you have these teams that, you know, only run spread offense, it's hard for those guys to come in and learn how to pick up blitzes and things of that mm-hmm. nature because they're not taught to do that. But the spread offense, everybody's, you know, open because you're not really game planning the defense. Right. You got to have eyes out there covering them,
1: and that's it. Right. There's no real progressions right. in that offense. It's like one look and boom, throw it.
2: Right, exactly. You know
1: what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah.
2: Exactly. That's exactly what it is.
1: And that's a big adjustment then, you know, to have to learn that at the professional level. Right. You know, when there's you're now getting paid and there's expectations and the fan base is chomping at the bit because you were drafted in the first round. You know, we got to start seeing some results. We got to have it. Right. We got to have it sooner than later.
2: And that's essentially what, you know, he's got to know when he comes in the league. They're going to go through all these camps and everything else, but he still doesn't know until he sees it. Right. What he's going to be going, you know, up against. You know, and, and and that's a problem when you have these spread quarterbacks. It's gonna take with them, take them a little time to really decipher what it is they're looking at, where mm-hmm. the ball needs to go, and everything else. That's why these younger quarterbacks, you know, find it so hard to come into the league and be those be, you know, as accurate as they are.
1: Brian that's... H. asked both of us, do you trust Howie with the three first? My answer is no. 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 Mm-mm. I'd trust him more with a fifth round pick than I would a yes. first round pick. Yes. Yeah,
2: I trust him when he's listening to somebody else that he's trusting. That's Mm -hmm. when I trust him,
1: because, you know, you know what I think that is, because he allows his scouts to be heavy influencers when the picks are further down the board.
2: Because he hasn't researched those guys. Right. Right. Those guys have done all
1: the legwork on those guys. And he's like, okay, I trust you. With the first round, he thinks he's the authority because he sits there and watches college football. Right. (laughs) Right. He's looked at one through three. Right. He had the binoculars out. He had the binoculars out (laughs) watching uh, Kenny Pickett. Oh. uh, (sighs) And and we're laughing. We're
2: we're laughing right now. How he moves up the chain. Who's he pick up? Carson
1: Strong oh, out of Nevada. No. Well, dude, if they if they <laughs> moved up the board and took like Sam Howell at like the 10th pick, I might commit Harry Carey. <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> I would I, you know I don't I don't know if I could do this anymore. Oh, I, would have to, I would have to retire. I couldn't dude, do it.
2: And then that's the same guy's Trubisky. <laughs> The exact same yeah, guy, Trubisky, from and the same Baker school, and, and Baker day. Mayfield, and too. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it, yeah. That, that's exactly who that is. Yep, that's exactly it. Yep. You got to go out there, man. Like look, I'm telling you, legitimately, Carson Strong will be a good player in the league. I I, I I can almost guarantee it. Smart kid, big kid, strong arm.
1: Nevada, right? Yes,
2: out of Nevada.
1: Yeah. What well, now? Is he like a six five, six six type of dude? Is he yes. that big? Okay. Yes. Yes, he's. Let me see. Let me look up the stats. Yeah, Carson Strong. I you know, we got to get past the Carson name. Can we call him something else? <laughs> strong, right. just strong. Yeah, just strong. <laughs> How about C Strong? There we go. Let's just go with C Strong. You got a nickname already? <laughs> yeah, because we. I can't deal with another Carson. The fan base can't deal with it. Six four two fifteen. It says here. Yep. Um, and he was a four year player. He didn't start. Let's see. He played 12 games this past year, so that's a full season. Nine games the previous year. Ten games as a sophomore. and one game, he just came in as a. So he didn't really play as a freshman.
2: No, no. But, it was okay. a new, it was a new scheme and everything. Right. So
1: and he's thrown 74 touchdowns to 19 interceptions.
2: He ran that air raid offense. Yeah, right. You know. So
1: they still I run the same, the same setup that uh, when Kaepernick was there, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Air raid. I mean, a traditional
2: drop back quarterback. No. vertical passing game offense. Yep.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. I don't know. Just got to call him C strong. C. Yeah. Ash. (laughs) Oh, he's a Cobra, Bo. I remember. I remember that day. Oh God. I regret the day that I found that photograph during the morning show. (laughs) <laughs> what was that? It was uh, from years ago. I think it was right when Carson, shortly after he got drafted during the summer, he was out in like San Diego with his wide receivers, and and he had his shirt off, and he was standing there, you know, like all strong and buffed out, and and and, and Anthony just like fell in love. He was already in love, but then now he's seen him with his shirt off, and it beca- <laughs> and then he became oh, he's a cobra. <laughs> it was. Freaking hilarious. You know, because it was like Sammy Sleeves, you know, this like skinny, goofy, goofily built guy, right? With the sleeves and the skinny arms. And then there was Carson Wentz and he was out. He was holding like the paddle of the paddle board or whatever and flexing. And he's, you know, he's a he's a ginger, but he, he looked all ripped up and he had a little bit of a tan and it was over. Right. From then on, it was over. That's he's when, the, a, then that's when they, they got the theme music. Shortly thereafter, of the Revenant, um, um, from the movie The Revenant. Like whenever yep. you bring up us now, dude, it was so hilarious. It all started. You started with started the COVID. it all. It all well, I didn't start. I just found a picture. <laughs> I was doing what I do with you. I was being a producer. Some of the things you produce aren't good. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you know? from that oh, point shit. on. It was hilarious.
2: I tried, man. I tried to make sure that, you know, that he was going to be the guy, man. And and I I really thought he was the guy for those first, for that 2017 season. I thought he was the guy. I know. And after that, it all
1: ended in the Coliseum, in the end zone in the Coliseum. (laughs) Oh, shit.
2: It it took him all the way away, man. It's
1: just gone. Oh, man. I'll tell you. I don't know. I love it, man. Love yeah. It. Yeah, C-Strong. We can't go with another Carson.
2: He's strong
1: Yeah. I Malik, well, I, I hope uh, uh, Carolina doesn't take Malik Willis because that's going to be too much of a project. They need somebody that can go in there sooner than later and, and yep. play. You know play what I right mean? right now, yep. Yeah.
2: Yep, play right now. Yeah. They have to get a guy like that. I mean, his his reputation isn't, is, is, you know, incumbent upon that if he didn't find somebody to come in and run it off, because he is, he is, he is, this will be strike three. Right. Out with, oh, yeah. With two quarterbacks already.
1: No doubt. Yeah. He's so on a very, he's three. on very thin ice and right. a short leash. You can right. throw all the little cliches and the sayings because it applies. Yep. Um, yep. He's got this year to to start making it right. And if that owner doesn't see it, he's done. Out of there. He done. Out of there. <laughs> now you never got Diddy to say ah da nah, da, nah, did you? No, he said, "Well, I had to give you a reality check." No, we it's... all know. <laughs> you
2: know, as far as I, you know, as well as I know,
1: mm-hmm. what was going to
2: happen in this game. I know you wishful thinking, Barrett. I don't know you wishful thinking. But, Is that what he said? Yeah, I know you wishful thinking, but <laughs> you know, what you up against? Wow, you look at the grading scale for Carson uh, Carson Strong arm strength. Nine point four out of ten accuracy. Eight point four out of ten. Really work. Eight point seven out of ten ball placement. Eight point four out of ten. Uh oh. I mean, oh, but did we get down to durability? Seven point six out of ten. Okay. Uh, Poise in the pocket. Eight point eight out of ten. His grade was an eighty-five point two. Late
1: first rounder. Now, who did that grade? Does it say? Let me see who this is. I mean, maybe it's just sort of a, a collaborative effort. Collaborative effort whatever for whatever, exactly web, what for whatever yep. website. Now, yeah. when they say durability, I mean he played twelve games this past season. He didn't play in the bowl game, right? He took he took that off. Yes. But he, he um he played he had a knee every injury injury season. Yeah, oh, he he knee did. injury the year
2: before, yes.
1: Yeah, he missed uh maybe three games the previous year. He played in nine games. Yep. Ten games the year before that. You know. I don't know if I'd say he's got a durability problem. Well, you know, you miss one game. Oh, he's he gets
2: hurt. Oh yeah. You
3: know,
2: from I California, am. he is three star. He was a three star recruit out of California. Okay. Um,
1: well, wow. At least he's not from North Dakota. Right.
2: <laughs>
1: this Carson.
2: If he'd have been from any of the yeah. Dakotas, it'd have been done right. I, 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 let's just I call don't...
1: him. Let's just call him Johnny Carson Strong. <laughs> How about that from California? <laughs> Johnny Carson Strong.
2: Oh man.
1: Wow. <laughs> that would work for me. Oh man. Wow. All right. Stay tuned for Cilio. Cilio's been rocking it. Yeah, yeah. He really yeah. has, man. Getting those big time guests and stuff. Thanks to Mikey Malls. I love talking football with Mike Mike Mulhern, of course, from NBC Sports Philadelphia. And uh follow him on Twitter at Mikey malls and uh any ideas uh, for the rest of the week, as far as uh, who do you want me to reach out to Barrett? I'm going yeah, to ask I'm, you. I'm,
2: I'm going to start looking now. I'm going to start are? looking now. Yeah. I'm going to go. Through
1: All that. right. Oh yeah. 91 LSXs. We'll end on this. Not Carson Daly strong. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand that dude. Carson Daly uh, what a joke alright thanks for listening everybody smash the like button tell a friend subscribe notifications the whole deal back tomorrow
4: go for the midnight dares go for the memories go for the view that goes on forever go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink go to bed whenever you want or don't
5: Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free?
0: That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first time purchase of stateside vodka. So good, it just disappears.
5: You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan.